What moms need isn't more advice, it's perspective. You're listening to... Well, certainly motherhood! Hello, this is Kezia Nielsen, and you are listening to Most Certainly Motherhood, episode 5. 4. Oh yeah. <laughs> episode 4. <laughs> um, guess who's back with me? Amanda? Yep. How you doing? Good. <laughs> <laughs> Today we are going to talk about the second trimester. Yep. Because Amanda just came out of it. Alright, so first impressions of, like, is it what you thought it would be? <laughs> uh, well, everyone said second trimester was the easiest, and it definitely was. Like, you almost forget you're pregnant, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, because, especially at the beginning of it, because you don't feel any movement yet, or you think you do, but maybe you don't. Yeah. You tell the first <laughs> time. And then... Wait, when did you start feeling the big move? move? I think it was around 21 weeks. Okay, that was... It was between 19 and 20 weeks for me. For yeah, I mean, all three. I thought I knew what it would feel like, but I'm not really sure. <laughs> right. It feels a lot different now. And then you don't really start showing, well, you think you're showing until you're actually showing. So it's just kind of like a weird trimester of thinking you know what's going on, but you don't. <laughs> <laughs> and thinking that, oh yeah, I have all this energy, but you really don't either. Right. And you end up doing too much, which happened to you. Well, yeah, a couple that times. Happened. Yeah. That happened to me a couple times. That's pretty common for me. And though. you were shocked, though. Yeah, you were like, what? This last time I was like, I should be able to do this. I always right. did all this. Mm-hmm. But you're still growing a baby. Yeah. I guess it, the hardest part for me was knowing that I was pregnant, but not looking pregnant, but trying oh. to look pregnant, and then wondering what people thought I looked like. like <laughs> right. Like, I would ask my husband, do I look fat today or pregnant? <laughs> and he'd always say pregnant, but... Good answer. Do you remember? Um, I remember being really proud of looking pregnant and wearing maternity clothes as soon as I could, so that <laughs> too. it was really obvious, and just kind of rubbing my belly a lot. To show that I was pregnant. Yes, someone so knew that... I was pregnant because I did that. And yeah. I was like, oh, that's weird. Now whenever I put my hands near my belly, I'm like, oh no, they're going to think I'm pregnant. <laughs> but um, I am not currently. Um, I have to say that every episode until I am, right? Yeah, I got my energy back mm-hmm. quite a bit. Could and again. I, yeah. Yeah. Ravenous. And then... I wasn't ravenous yet. You weren't? It was it like as soon as you got to the third trimester? That is, yeah. All right, well, we'll talk about that yeah. in another episode. Yeah. But I mean, I was pretty At least hungry. You if I can sick remember. Anymore. Right, not as sick, and it's hard to remember because once I had other kids, I wasn't so focused on it, and so I can see and that. with with Clarence, we were really busy. Like I was still in school and stuff. <laughs> but so I was looking on Pinterest to remind myself what the the second trimester was, and <laughs> <laughs> according to Pinterest, it's supposed to be the trimester when you work out Oops. a lot. What? Like all I could find was exercise schedules Yikes. and videos and and kegels, like how oh, to do yeah. kegels and how to do squats and. 
I the don't... birthing ball thing that you're supposed to hop on. Yeah, my first birthing class, she was like, so are you guys all doing your kegels? And I was like, what are kegels? Like, I was so embarrassed because all the oh. other moms were like, yeah, every day. And I was like, <laughs> I don't even know what they're talking about. And then she was like trying to teach us how to do a proper squat because, and everyone was like, oh, we already do this. And I'm like, I don't do this. And she's like, let's practice. And I apparently was doing it wrong. And this other mom was like pointing out that I couldn't do it. And I was like... <laughs> You know, <laughs> oh well. <laughs> I'm trying to do them now. Yeah, it's hard to go from like feeling like you're allowed to not do anything in the first trimester to being expected to like do everything right in the second, yeah, and and it? just but suddenly you're supposed to be able to work hard and and do everything. But, right, and you kind know. of feel like you can, but. Until you it's start to do it. It's a lie. Um, so don't feel guilty if you don't exercise. Right. <laughs> don't Try be that to, mom but... that makes other moms feel bad for <laughs> not knowing, not how to knowing squat. what a kegel is. Or how to <laughs> squat. It's hard when you have extra weight all of a sudden. Like, yeah. <laughs> I can barely... And you were just saying how your balance is thrown off now, so there's a good Yeah, excuse. I started tripping and not being able to walk properly. So, now you want me to squat and then get back up? <laughs> the getting back up part. I think that's probably the worst part of the second trimester, just not knowing your limits. By the way, there are cicadas outside, and I hope you guys can't hear it, but they're there. If you wonder what that screaming noise in the background is, it's just cicadas. I think we need to interrupt this and have our lifesavers. All right? Sounds good. It's time for our Lifesaver segment. In this segment, we'll share a couple things in our ordinary lives that have helped us through the day. I, I think go. I told you it okay. was this dress. Yes, this dress you're wearing. Yeah, so we'll go with that because I can't remember anything else from this month. I got one of those, they're called Bodycon, is that what we decided? I guess. Or t-shirt dress or yeah. dress or... They're the dresses that... Um, are straight down. My, this one's a little loose, though. They're, it's, like, yeah. loose at the bottom. Yeah, it's really cute. So it's fitted, and it has the ruching on the sides. Yeah. And it's just really soft t-shirt it, material. Yeah. And it's comfortable. Good and for I told Kezia, like, two months ago, maybe, not even, I she wanted me to get one, and I was like, I will never wear one of those dresses, because I don't like... Form-fitting? Form-fitting yeah. things. And then... Last week I said, you know what? I need one of those dresses. Because <laughs> it's summer and, and it's hot. Yeah, and I am larger now. <laughs> and, and I was like, so I got one on clearance. Very nice. And now I won't take it off. <laughs> I always feel like in pregnancy, I feel like I can wear more fitted things because, like, everything kind of smooths out for me. Yeah, <laughs> which is not probably not the same for you because you didn't start out as <laughs> big as I did. Um, but I always feel like I feel more confident to wear something that's a little more fitted, I guess. Yeah, I don't mind it being fitted around my stomach because, yeah. you know, I don't mind showing that. I just didn't want my my bum yeah. to be <laughs> accentuated. There we go. So I got a slightly larger size than oh, that's I smart. Yeah. needed. Yeah, I mean, you could do it. You could get one that was too tight, and that would not be that fun. Would be uncomfortable. Yeah, you want the comfort is key. Yes, 
So, um, my lifesaver is <laughs> this podcast I've been listening to, believe it or not. Ours? Listening? No. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> a slob comes clean. She also has a blog. And she's kind of like the fly lady, except for people who start out as slobs. Okay, she doesn't... Amanda doesn't, doesn't know the fly lady. This is... Interesting. Okay. The fly lady, well, she helps. She pretty fly. <laughs> yes. I don't know why she's called the fly lady. If anybody knows, please tell me because I don't know. But um, she just does like cleaning routines and cleaning books, I think, or blog. Well, that's why I, I don't know about it. I couldn't do it because it was too regimented and it was too, I don't know. It just didn't work for me. But a slob comes clean totally worked for me because she takes into account that I don't think like a tidy person mm-hmm. and I, I just don't see the mess sometimes. A lot of times I just get, well, she calls it slob vision where you just kind of block out what the mess is. And then you're like, wait, this is a, this is horrific. Why is my house this way? And you're shocked and anyway, so she she has a bunch of really great tips, and it works really well for me. Obviously, my house is perfect now, as you can see. Just your kidding. Your house is my house. Is, house you're saying my house wasn't bad. No, your house is not. Oh, good. Your house has toddlers in it, but it's not like mm, it's pretty bad. It doesn't stink or like there's no food strewn about. That's not true. I haven't seen any food. Oh, well, maybe you have slob vision. And that's the problem. I do not. No, I you get don't. really stressed no, out. No, Amanda, you. Yeah. My bed, my routine when it's time for bed at home is pretty intensive and involves major straightening up. Wow. Like, if James even puts the remote on the wrong side of the TV, I fix it. <laughs> I turn on all I thought you were going to say you got mad at him, and I was like, no, no, no you, you just fix it. Good job. Yeah. I, yeah. I turn on all the lights in every room and I turn off the lights as I finish straightening that room. Mm-hmm. And, well, I have a small house and no children. That might change. Well, yeah. mm-hmm. I think you're, you're starting out on a better page than I did just because of your personality. Yeah. That is I think it's taken me, it takes me longer than normal people. At least that's what I've decided. I have an excuse that's for okay. myself. Anyway, this is a really long lifesaver. So let's get back to talking about. <laughs> The second trimester. (laughs) Let's talk about the best thing about the second trimester. And this is what I think the best thing is. Other people being able to feel the baby. I don't know. James only felt him once. But wasn't it a magical moment? Yeah, it was. Okay, so that's my favorite thing. You're right. (laughs) When Aaron felt... Aaron is my husband. When he felt... Clarence, my oldest, for the first time, I don't know how many weeks I was, but it was a while after I had started feeling him. And my husband is not emotional, but he got really emotional. Wow. He like started laughing uncontrollably and weeping. And it was so cute. And wow. and it was just like we were pretty much newlyweds still. I mean yeah. and it was like the first time I saw him really be really happy about something like that. Aww. And it was just, oh, it's just so sweet. And it really helped us to feel like a family, I guess. Yeah. So that was, that was a great thing. And then I just, 
I pretty much wanted everybody to feel the baby kick. And so I'd just be like, hey, you want to feel he's kicking now? And I'd just like <laughs> call him over and people would be like, really? I can touch and feel? And they'd be kind of awkward about it. But then everyone was so excited when they felt him. Yeah. I never got to feel Lewis. Oh, yeah? My baby was the first baby I ever felt kick. Oh, really? Yep. Huh. No, I guess I didn't know people, pregnant people. And then, and then today we were trying to get Clarence to feel... Clarence, who's now four, to -hmm. feel Amanda, or feel the baby. Hey! They don't know. Let's tell them the name. The the name and the gender? Yeah. I thought we were going to wait until we talked about finding This is a good segue. Let's do it. Okay, well, first of all, I was 110% certain that it was a girl. (laughs) So you all probably already know what it is. (laughs) But, like, I was having dreams about it being a girl, and I told Kezia, I said, this is a girl. I'm pretty sure. Like, tell Lewis, her youngest, tell him his future wife is coming. <laughs> and I was just, because there's so many baby boys. Like, at church, all the babies are boys. And all my friends have loads of boys. And I was like, we need some girls. And so I was sure I was going to have the girl that was going to be, you know, the one for some one of these baby boys. <laughs> So we went for the ultrasound. That cicada's getting loud and interrupting my story. Um, I hope they can't hear it. Sorry. Um, We went for the ultrasound, and she was looking for all the body parts. And it's, first of all, it's amazing what they can tell you about this shape inside of you that you can't really make out much of what it is. Like, Mm -hmm. I could tell where the head was and the nose, but she's like... Yeah, and there is the such-and-such artery in the heart, and I'm like, I'm glad you can see it, because I don't. (laughs) Um, But at one point, the the baby's swimming around, and um, I was pretty sure I saw boy parts. (laughs) And if you see boy parts, then, I mean, it's like, you can't... Yeah, yeah. There's no mistaking. (laughs) And I... She it wasn't ready. She wasn't ready to tell us yet because she was still looking for other things, and um, I just was like, maybe I was wrong. Maybe I didn't see it. Maybe I'm wrong. And maybe that was the umbilical cord or something, mm-hmm. even though it wasn't. And so she told us it was a boy, and I had a really. I would not say that I was disappointed, but I was not like overwhelmed with joy Mm -hmm. and I felt so guilty because I was like oh man I was wrong it's a boy I don't know if I can handle a boy because then I don't know for some reason in my head a boy was going to be harder and I've since then changed my mind about that for a few reasons but um and then my husband James we were leaving and he just looked kind of um worried almost or just like deep in thought and I said I asked him I was like are you okay and he was like well yeah I'm I'm excited it's a boy it's just a lot more responsibility for me because I'm in charge of making sure that you know he turns out to be a gentleman and and I was like oh that's right really <laughs> and I was like well if it was a girl you'd be in charge of making sure that you set a good example of a husband so she knows what to look for. And he's like, oh, that's easy. (laughs) (laughs) So, and then we went to the store to pick out a baby outfit, and I had a hard time not being sad about how much cuter the little girl dresses were. And um, 
So it took a few days to kind of like sink let in. it sink in and not be. I don't know we're sad. It, it was just that you had a different expectation weird. for some reason. Yeah. 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 I think that's really common. I really do. I, I've heard that from several people, and everybody feels guilty about yeah. wishing it was something else. Or, I mean, once they find out, it's not how it was for me. Was I was hoping for a girl each time, pretty much. It's funny that we do that. Yeah. We always but I think girl. it's because I'm a girl, so I know sort of how girls are. Yeah. And then, also, I've had three boys now, and so... It would be fun to have a girl. But it's don't feel bad if you if you feel kind of disappointed. I think it's just we're trying so hard to imagine the baby that's coming. We like latch on to one thing and then try to imagine that and yeah. you you can't imagine it enough to Yeah, die. that's true. I mean I I can picture in my head a girl for some reason, but mm-hmm. I cannot I have no idea what this boy is going to look like. Like, I cannot imagine a boy in my head, which is weird. It doesn't make any sense. Mm -hmm. I guess I was just imagining me if it was a girl. Yeah, yeah. Which also, I mean, my husband obviously is a part of it, too, so it wouldn't (laughs) just be me, but, um, yeah, so, plus you have all those hormones, so your emotions about things are just out of whack. Yeah, like, we just expect it to be this because everybody people have like gender reveal parties and stuff and they make it a really special moment so when you are not doing it that way you still expect it to like feel that special yeah and it doesn't really because it's really anticlimactic and you're just yeah laying on your back with this goo on your belly that's so true and then you're like okay and then they just say what it is and congrats maybe but they that's it's true not, like, a it's big not deal. as big of a deal as like the movies make it seem right. Whatever. Yeah. So yeah, it does feel anticlimactic. It was fun telling our family though. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's. I always planned to have a party or something, but I never can get my act together enough to do it. My and now if I do it, people are gonna assume it's a girl. But I, I would. <laughs> yeah. <so. laughs> my sister-in-laws or sisters-in-law, my sisters, <laughs> my husband's sisters were really creative with their gender reveals, and so I just felt like. But also, there's only so many ways you can reveal. Yeah, really. The gender. A cupcake with different colored frosting, balloons coming out of a box. What else? <laughs> well, my sis, my sister oh. Helen did um, the first one. I wasn't a part of the family, so I don't know what she did. I forgot. Someone told me. But the second one, they they dumped a box of balloons over our head, <laughs> and that was really fun. And That's then cute. the and then my other sister did um, cupcakes with like white frosting, but on the inside it was mm-hmm. blue. yeah. And yeah, yeah. so we did fortune cookies, right? And, like then said, food, and then it said, and then it said it's a boy when they opened it, mm-hmm. but it was still fun. Yeah. All right, so what's the name that you chose? Benjamin Charles. Oh, for us, we, to show, to tell my family it was a boy or a girl, we, my mom, for some reason, when we found out we were pregnant, gave us two different toddler coats, like baby coats, like one was a girly one, one was a boy one, mm-hmm. this, like a little wool pea coat for a girl. It's so cute. cute. And then, like, a boy's barn jacket that was, like, oh. Carhartt or something. And then we, I think we wrapped up the boy one and then had them unwrap it to 
tell them that it was boy. So I still have this little toddler girl coat in my closet that's waiting for Miss Nielsen someday, I guess. Oh, the other fun thing about the second trimester is having an app or the email, something that shows tells you how big the baby is based on a fruit or vegetable. Yes. Because <laughs> that's when you do probably the most growing. The sec- the beginning of the second term. Well, I mean, not the most, but, like, it helps you visualize and well, stuff. Well, it's the most different looking right. growth. Right. Yeah, I had that. I had an app that did that. I don't remember any of the fruits or vegetables. Right now, he's a cantaloupe. summer cantaloupe. A summer cantaloupe? That's they specified. <laughs> <laughs> now I can't eat the cantaloupe, because... <laughs> like, the week that he was the size of a blueberry, I couldn't eat blueberries. Yeah, well, that's, like, weird. <laughs> like, oh, this is the size of my baby. Yeah, Top. that is kind of weird, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that we really had any special gender reveals. Oh, I think we did, like, a Facebook post or something and had people guess and then told them. But that's not terribly special. So, I mean, it's fun still, though. It's fun to see people. A lot of people just wait. Yeah. Right. So neither of us decided to wait. Yeah. I'm too impatient for that. Mm -hmm. I need to know. I need to plan. You're a planner. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know if I'm. I'm not a planner really, but I just like to know. I liked that. Well, I got this idea from you guys because you. I wouldn't have revealed the name right away, but you guys Mm -hmm. revealed Lewis's name so people could. I think you told me so people could pray for him by Mm -hmm. name. I really like that, but it's kind of like not a lot of people do that. Yeah, so well, we I do. haven't told. I mean, sometimes I don't tell people the name just because I don't want them to think I'm weird. For, <laughs> but or like I feel awkward about saying, "Yeah, this is his name," so that he can be prayed for by name. Like, you better pray for my baby. Like, I don't know. No, you. Could, I mean, but I know what you mean. Not many people do that. I don't think. People like surprises, I like and I'm not that into surprises. I, I don't think. No, I don't <laughs> like surprises, which is how. My husband knows that, so he rarely surprises me. Oh, that's My funny. engagement wasn't a surprise. <laughs> Nothing is a surprise. <laughs> Except for if he does the dishes, which he might do tonight. Fingers crossed. <laughs> that would be a surprise. <laughs> a good surprise. Well, so you are now entering the third trimester, and it's, it's the homeward stretch. It is. But... That will wait for another episode. For this episode's pro tips, we asked some of our favorite experienced moms little ways that they show their husband that they love and appreciate them. Michelle said she tells him to go buy himself a bottle of scotch. Leah said that she makes him his favorite foods, especially pie. Rachel Yu said give him extra hugs and kisses and back rubs. Katie makes his favorite meal, surprises him with his favorite beer, and gives him spontaneous foot rubs. Erica lays out his clothes for him while he's taking a shower. Lauren buys him a video game, board game, or book. The majority of his income gets spent on the rest of the family, so she likes to make a point of getting him something just for himself. Caroline likes to finish the housework before he gets home so they can spend time together instead of cleaning. 
Emily has a lot to, to say. She <laughs> makes him coffee in the morning and prepares him lunch before he gets home. She tries to keep the house clean and tidy so he's not overwhelmed after a stressful day. She mentions that this, of course, is not always consistent, but that's all right. Sometimes she surprises him with candy. She tells him, thank you for working so hard for our family. She advises us to tell him you're proud of him for his efforts in his professional vocation. Tell him you love him and give him hugs. Encourage him to spend time with his good man friends. Rachel C. says, I set up a men's night by buying a Groupon to a local brewery pub, but day-to-day I make coffee and breakfast before he starts work. And someone, of course, had to mention, and they prefer to go anonymous, that initiating sex goes a long way with a husband. Kristen says, I put on a smile and go to church every Sunday and play the hymns at a pretty upbeat tempo. My husband's very musical and he prefers me to keep it moving. (laughs) I guess she must be the organist for their church or something. Yeah, my organist does that too and is greatly appreciated. (laughs) Marie says, if I have mental energy, I make a point to speak as much respect to my husband as possible, which is very different from showing him I love him. If I'm low on energy, I go with a coat of lipstick and a smile when he comes in the door. I try to make those first few moments as warm and positive as I can. It's funny, I had asked this question of some other younger Christian wives, and almost all of them said that they give their husband head rubs. And I had never heard that before, and I was like, did I miss this in wife school? That I'm supposed to give my husband a head rub? And so I tried it, and he loved it. My husband I never even thought of doing that before. So I guess give that a try, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thank you so much for listening. Thanks to all the ladies who gave advice to us. Yeah, keep it coming. We like advice, and there are so many different ways to, to serve your family. It's, it's good to hear all different ways. If you like our show, please leave a review for us on iTunes and Facebook. Our email is mostcertainlymotherhood at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. What moms need isn't more advice. It's perspective. You're listening to... You know it better than I do.